Ernest Klein, the author of Ready Player One and a great number of amazing stand-ups, once said, One person can keep a secret, but not two. Shinakya said, The biggest guru mantra is, Never share your secrets with anybody, it will destroy you. Well, that's exactly what we're doing today. We're asking everyone, what's the biggest secret you've ever kept? What's up, everybody? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories, from comic books to films, songs to jokes, sitting around a campfire with some friends, or sitting in an audience with strangers being enveloped by someone's story. I love hearing people's stories. And even more than that, I love hearing the commentary behind those stories. I love learning the story about those stories. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 19 of 50 of the COVID-50. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on this show may not be suitable for all listeners. The podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, and violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we're discussing secrets. And more importantly, the biggest secret you've ever kept. Now this is kind of dangerous treading, I believe. Not so much in the topic of it all, but I think more along the lines of how people took the question. And when I asked these questions, I didn't elaborate much on the questions. I wanted people to kind of take the question as they would and run with it how they saw fit. But I think a lot of people took it to heart to think that the question had to deal with someone else's secret. And so we got a little bit of reservation. Well, I don't think I can share that. Well, I couldn't say, otherwise it wouldn't be a secret. How many people listen to this podcast? (laughs) That is a great question, and I understand now why some people have to pass. I would be extremely tempted to divulge secrets I've never told anybody. Um, But I would say that those secrets are harmful to people I love. So uh, for that, I have to pass. I can't talk about that. Sorry, I can't. I I, have to, I know. I hate to say I'm sorry, but I'd like to be truthful. But there's no chance I can say that. And truth be told, understandably so. When I presented these questions, one of the things that I made abundantly clear was anyone could skip any question that they weren't comfortable answering or just didn't want to answer. But I did make a promise that I would answer all fifty. So. When thinking back over my life about the big secrets that I've kept, truth be told, most of the secrets deal with someone else or their privacy or things that happened to me and another person. And sharing those kind of secrets, I don't think is right. And of course, that's why we keep secrets to begin with. But to tell someone else's secret, I think is the wrong way of doing things. So any of the secrets that I've kept in my life um, are for a reason, and I don't want to call upon someone else when it's not my place to tell them. So I'll tell you a secret about my own life that I've 
honestly kept until right now. Meaning, I don't think I've ever told anyone this. Maybe. I think I've told my wife. But I think that's it. So when I was young, I was, for some reason, I don't know why, but I always felt that I was born a woman, that I, I, I was born female. And my parents had me surgically altered to be a boy instead. And I don't know why I thought this, but there wasn't a day that went by that I didn't feel like something was wrong, that I was not who I was supposed to be. And I had this feeling all the way up until high school-ish, maybe freshman or sophomore year in high school. And I just always thought that, you know, did my parents do some kind of surgery when I was a baby? Did um, something just never felt right? And because of this, I found it very easy when I was young to make friends with girls instead of boys. I did have guy friends, but it was always so much easier to talk to girls and to females than it was to other men. I I never knew why. Um, so yeah, that's something that uh, I've kept secret for a very long time. Do I know why I thought this? No, I don't. I've 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 thought about it quite a bit over my life and wondered if hey maybe I don't feel right in this body maybe um, I think I should have been born something else but I'm born who I am and I'm happy with who I am but I don't know I don't know why I thought this way or felt this way but it was just a constant shadow in my mind that maybe I was born the wrong sex and someone, some nefarious thing or shadow company out there did something to me to make me a boy. Grr, curse. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to everyone and ask them the question, what's the biggest secret that you've ever kept? My name is Rob, and I am from the Midwest in America. I mean, I think I've lived my life pretty honestly for so long. Um, there was a point where I was lying to myself, so I was lying outwardly. I was using a lie of omission about, uh, about money, and my wife questioned me on something and I didn't have an answer because I'm like, uh, I, I, I don't, I, and I tried to avoid because I was lying to myself about the money. And in that moment, I realized that was happening. She was upset with me and she was like, you know, this isn't like a deal breaker or anything, but you got to get this straight. And I immediately, the next day I, I felt so horrible and I was so, confused by like what I was doing that I, I contacted a therapist for the first time. And I, I went to a therapist and said, I, I think I'm a liar. I think this, and she was like, look, you're not, people do this. It's a lie of omission, especially around money that happens. Uh, give yourself a break, but let's break you of it. And since then I try to be really cognizant of that. 
Uh, I try not to lie about stuff. I try, if I catch myself doing it, to be like, nope, nope. Hey, I, I bought this on Amazon or I did this. It, my, my first inclination back then would be to hide that I bought something because it was like, ah, I was so scared about money. But now I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's it's not worth it. I, I'd rather have it out there. Does that make sense? This is Albert. I am an operations manager from Savannah, Georgia. Probably, I'm not going to say who, but I won't elaborate too much, except that I knew somebody was cheating on their significant other or had cheated. But it was before I met the, the other, before I met the significant other. And I, I knew, so. My name is Zach. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, did I smoke pot? I don't so much anymore, but um, my, my family doesn't know, probably will never know. Um, but yeah, that's like a big thing that I kept from a lot of people other than like my core group of people. Not a lot of people know I used to do that pretty regularly. Just to kind of, I guess, I thought it helped with some of the demons I was dealing with. Um, and in some ways it did. And in some ways it hindered some of the things that I wanted to do and accomplish. So um, I kind of cut back and stopped doing that um, kind of recently. But, but that was a big thing I kept from a lot of people. My name is Stella and I'm from Chicago. Well, it wouldn't be a secret if I said it on here right. That's the biggest cop-out ever. Um, the biggest secret. Oh, I did have a client who was pregnant and she didn't tell her parents. And then they eventually found out, I think, after the wedding when she was probably going to give birth. But <laughs> she was a nurse and she wore scrubs. Um, and she was, I think she was Jehovah's Witness. So she didn't drink at her wedding. So they didn't think anything of it. Right. Um, so that was probably one of the biggest secrets I've kept. I am Chris and I am from Chicago. I think the best secret that has been shared with me, the person didn't even consider it a secret. And I realized that it was my own shame about their secret that made me keep it to myself and from everybody else. And for some reason, I'll maintain it a secret. My name is Brett and I'm a writer and a musician and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I want to give you something good because I've got some decent ones. Uh, okay, this is, this is going to rock your world. I'm Luke's father. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> that would make me Darth Vader. What is a big secret I've kept? <laughs> I love that you have to explain it. <laughs> what is a big secret? So you that see, I've in kept? episode five, what happened was 
just a big a big secret. I, I do want to give you something juicy. I just feel like a lot of my life is really kind of public, and there's like I have one secret, but I just I'm not going to give it to you. There's no there's no way in hell I'm going to give it of to course, you. Of course, of um, course. Um, okay, here I'll give you a, I'll give you a good secret. Um, a decent enough secret. So I dated a girl for a little while who was very into girls. And a few of my good friends know this, but she, we had a very healthy relationship. It was kind of weird how healthy it was because we were very, it was somewhat open. She, she laid it out for me pretty early on. She was like, look, I like dating guys, but I like fucking girls. So here's my deal. It's pretty good. Sometimes I might go hook up with a girl on my own. You can't come. Sometimes I might let you watch if you're into that. Or she's like, sometimes I might let you join. But also she's like, I don't really care if you hook up with a girl as long as it's not a relationship type deal. She's like, the sex doesn't bother me. So she's like, if we're apart or you're at a bachelor party in Vegas, go for it. She's like, just tell me about it. She's like, because I think that's hot. So she was super into that aspect of it. So we did a lot of kind of like adventurous-y type sex things, had some threesomes, that type of thing. Mm. But she also kind of liked, you know, she sometimes you just couldn't find, she was very good at picking up girls at bars, but sometimes you couldn't find girls at bars who were willing to do it. So she'd just be like, she'd, she'd be like, I got us a nice lady. And I'd be like, oh, and she called them nice ladies. And she just, <laughs> you know, it's like we we flew to L.A. and like paid to fuck a porn star because every single porn star escorts or whatever. So we did some of that. We messed around with some of that and did some threesomes with nice ladies. She would always put the cash in a birthday card <laughs> like from Walgreens or something like that, like a nice Hallmark card. She would for the women. Anyway, that's maybe a secret. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. I have to think, I'm pretty open, as I'm I'm sure you know. I I don't hold a lot back. Um, I think probably when I was growing up at my parents' house, it's just I didn't have people over a lot because we didn't have a whole lot of money. Uh, My sister was real sick when, when I was just starting in college or whatever, but even in high school, like we didn't have carpet, like we had ripped out our carpeting uh, to replace the floors and then we couldn't afford it. So we had mm-hmm. like sub flooring as I was growing up and like it, our air conditioner broke. And so like in the summer, we had a sheet hanging over like the living room entrance that went down to the bedrooms with a window unit. And uh, I, I tried to, keep people out of the house and i think that was kind of it because it, it was kind of a, a embarrassing situation so i think that was kind of it my name is john i am from the west suburbs of chicago the biggest secret i ever kept I'm not really good at keeping secrets. I got a big mouth. <laughs> well, real, real briefly, I, it's another downer one uh, related to my divorce is that for two weeks, I kept the secret that my marriage was falling apart from everybody. Uh, it's, uh, except my best friend I told because I needed to talk to somebody, but I kept it a secret from 
my family uh, and other people I was close to because I thought I could still salvage the marriage. Uh, so that is honestly like that was a big secret to keep uh, because like I was going into work every day and all this kind of stuff and people were starting to be like, like, what's wrong, John? You seem a little off. And I'm just like, oh, shucks, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> knowing that, like, my life was destroyed. So that, honestly, uh, other, people's, other people are smart enough not to tell me secrets because of my big mouth. So. My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. I would say the biggest secret that I've kept um, is is for sure about um, my abuse. Um, uh, I think that uh, I had been married how many years? We had been together like 10 years, married five maybe. And I, um, one night just walked out into the living room and I said to my husband, did I ever tell you that, um, you know, that, that so-and-so molested me? And he was like, what? I'm like, oh, my neighbor. And she it was a girl two years older than me, which is really, really freaking unusual, um, that it would be a girl. And, uh, that's not common, <laughs> but I, I just looked at him and I was like, did I ever mention, you know, like there are just things. I think things like that sometimes just come out um, that I don't realize that I haven't told anybody or, or I've held on to because it was shameful or something, but I have way too many of those kinds of stories. Um, so I would say it would have to be something like that. Abuse related. I'm trying to protect a person. My name is Sean and I am from Chicago. The biggest secret I've ever kept. Damn, Jason. And yeah, I want to see this through. I want to see this through as answering every question. Um, the biggest secret I have ever kept. Um, I have like kept the secret of, uh, like close family members, like, and their like sexual orientation, uh, before they came out publicly. So, um, those were pretty big and, you know, it's like, um, um, biggest secret, biggest secret I ever kept. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people also don't like, I mean, I mean, they didn't, you know, I used to have a big mouth when I was like, before I became more calculated as a human being. Um, so I would, I used to let secrets slip. So I feel like maybe that probably deterred people from wanting to keep a secret or, or had, tell me a secret. But, um, right now I, I can say like, yeah, like, uh, one of my cousins when, you know, before he had come out, um, you know, he was homosexual and he didn't come out for years. And then, so I had, you know, I kept that secret cause we were very close. I actually ended up doing his wedding day and now he has two children. So Wow. Uh, one of them is biological. Him and his husbands have a biological son. It's a pretty crazy situation. So, um, 
But, you know, uh, other than that, uh, again, I think it's one of those situations I would have to really meditate on it and like reflect and go back. Um, I was not anticipating these kind of questions, Jason. Uh, we're, we're really digging in here. Um, but props to you. Um, my name is Marie, and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. That's a hard one. Um, I think the biggest secret, honestly, is that's hard. Because immediately I thought just telling people about my past, telling people about the reason I am the way I am is maybe partly because of my uncle dying and kind of losing that father figure in my life. Uh, with my current friends, I just don't talk about my my past very much. Mm-hmm. So in a way, a lot of my past is just kind of a mystery and a secret. That's like a really big secret to keep. <laughs> um, otherwise, I guess a smaller one would be more like my my sexual orientation. Um, I've discussed this a little bit with a few people, but I, I would consider myself a, a bi-demisexual, which means I'm bisexual, but I'm demisexual, which what demisexual is is that you, you don't really feel an attraction to someone until you've developed an emotional bond with them. It's under the same umbrella as like asexuality. When I was in middle school, I actually found the term asexuality and I'm like, that's me. And then everyone was like, that's silly. You can't self reproduce. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not what it means. Because <laughs> uh, everyone started dating in middle school. And I'm like, I don't understand the appeal. And then later on in life, I ended up falling for like one of my friends. And someone mentioned the term demisexual. And I'm like, oh, that kind of sounds like me because I'm, I'm not someone I can, I can't casually date. Um, I can't do tender. Um, that just doesn't work for me because mm-hmm. you're kind of swiping on like, people and it's not like me looking at a photo and I'm attracted to you instantly (laughs) it's more like I don't get it for me personally for other people it works like fine um yeah my name is Sarah and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa I wouldn't say I've I have any secrets that I've kept to this day. I think most secrets that I have kept have either come to life and to, or come to light and come to everyone's general, not everyone, but I have eventually come to full knowledge. I don't feel that I don't, I think that there's been maybe a couple times where someone has confided in me something that happened to them that didn't like, 
break you know any ethical or moral you know rules where, where i felt like it was my obligation to say something but um but yeah usually i don't think there's any secrets that i currently still have that anyone's told me that that i can recall We are Lauren and Ryan, and we are from Chicago, Illinois. So I can, and I have actually no problem saying this. So um, I was, so the biggest secret that I've ever kept is actually from my family. Um, I actually was sexually abused by an uncle, and I decided to keep that a big secret. Um, I've obviously I've told a few people that are very close to me. Um, but I've really kept it a secret from my family because I just feel like because I was so young, my family would never, ever believe me or somehow turn it around on me that, you know, somehow I was involved or, you know, you're lying, you were just a kid, you don't know. And I felt like it would have ruined my whole, you know, side of the family with aunts and uncles and that whole side of the family. I was afraid of judgment. So I've always kind of kept that a big secret from them. Mm-hmm. The biggest secret I've ever kept is in relation to one of my children. Um, we, I found out during the pregnancy um, that there was a chance that she was not biologically my child. Uh, I struggled with it for a while as to how to approach and confront that situation um, and whether I was going crazy. It was based on uh, the due date calculator. Uh, I was very active in that pregnancy. I was at every doctor's appointment. And during one of the sonograms, they gave that super, super accurate due date that they start getting when they do take measurements and things. Um, and that due date lined up with a period of time that wasn't physically possible for me to be with my partner. So. Um, I, I just, I went, I spent about a month going through every, you know, pregnancy calculator I could find to try to prove it wrong. But ultimately it was something I had to confront. Um, and then I was told, well, that's not possible. You know, she has to be yours. Um, and, and I wanted to believe that. And, and I, and so I wasn't going to change anything. I was, you know, going to follow through and, uh, my daughter was born and, um, I, I decided at first I didn't want to know. Uh, and that I would just love her. And after about a year in, I was struggling with it and I decided to do the DNA test and I did it. And uh, it came back that I was not biologically her father, um, but uh, I, I, I love her with all of my heart. And I have since before she was born and from the day she was born. And uh, you know, my, my partner at the time uh, really didn't want anything to do with the only other possible uh, person who this could have been and never admitted that that was even a possibility anyway, as far as any physical contact. But uh, regardless, um, you know, she, you know, it was a situation where she wanted to be with me and I loved my daughter and uh, I still, you know, I've never treated her any different. It's never changed anything. Uh, but the decision was made at that point uh, with the DNA test to keep that a secret from everybody that that was our secret. And we didn't want Riley to be affected by that. And um, so we, we carried that secret um, until the divorce, and then it came out. But. Stories make us feel a little more connected to the world. 
I think no matter who you are or where you are or what you've gone through, we all have secrets. And I think it really defines us about who we open up those secrets to that define our relationships with other people and how we tell our story. And I think by connecting with other people like this, that you know you're not alone in this world. And hearing someone else's secret might engage you home right now, listening to think that you're not alone. That maybe you thought you were, but this world's a lot smaller place than we think it is. Do you have a story about one of the biggest secrets you've ever kept? Email us at behindeverystory at gmail.com. We would love to hear about it. We can play it on the next episode or we can just read it and listen to it just because sometimes it's really cathartic and nice to just unload. Thank you so much for listening and joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast with your friends, family, and random people. Go ahead and tell them a secret that you probably wouldn't tell a random person. It might brighten their day and it might pay it forward for them to open up to someone else. Be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our new episodes and some fun behind the scenes stuff every once in a while. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller and more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you so much to our guests this week for opening up to us and, and sharing a part of their story. Al, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren, and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato, Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time on Behind Every Story. Now, usually at the end of the episodes, I like to showcase a indie band or a local band and kind of promote someone else's artistry and their hard work and something that they they really believe and love. This week, I'm going to share with you another secret now, this is probably not a huge secret as many of my friends know, um, but I'm guessing this podcast is probably being listened to by more than just my friends. So I'm going to play uh, one of my songs from when I was in a hip hop band. Uh, this is Phenom Paradox. It's been a minute since I did it, but I can still smash the beat. Polar bear and grin it when I finish, I slash the blade. Supersonic lyrical machete flipping rapidly. Bonic miracle is ready, gripping sanity. Learn the time that you've been dreading. Speak a word and snap the feast. Turn your mind to confetti, claim victory, cast defeat. Skilled in the weapons of words, I didn't wanna be killed. Populations of worlds when they handed me a loaded microphone of similes. I cock it and release, choke it like I own your families. Rocking whack MCs, don't compare me to them. You're less than three, then ask to be. Above the BPM, come ask to me. I'm a faster speed, spitting rhymes so fast the shadows mics like ass to me. Getting lima, get behind what matters is you pass the piece. Hand to me, listen carefully until you're my fan to be. Paradox rocks on front pages, you're the last. Give me one for the music and two for the show Throw a one up in the air and let everybody know that we're family Tonight we're gonna burn this fucker down It's one for the music, two for the show Throw a fence up in the air and let everybody know that we're family And tonight we're gonna burn this fucker down 
the grandness out like Dr. Sleepless The cycle that might go off on some deep shit Now peep this, my weakness is sweet tits Don't discriminate from the A to the D list This beat is thorough like the Preakness Bread from the heart, not the promise of a weak stint On the charts, abandon the art Pre-planned from the start, to hit from Best Buy Back down to Walmart, I'd rather be burned Than put it in a cart, just cause you're an asshole Doesn't mean you should fart Master the trade, don't speak out of turn I'm laying back, and bumping hard to earn And when it starts to burn, I start to laugh Cause back in class, you know I did the math I knew the craft, while well, you spew some crap Stand back, we're about to snap Give me one for the music and two for the show Throw a one up in the air and let everybody know That we're family, family. Tonight we're gonna burn this fucker down It's one for the music, two for the show Throw a fence up in the air and let everybody know That we're family Cybernetic Wu-Tang, Master 7 style 6 more than what you claim I advise you, I could supersize you, crush you like lies do and simply pulverize you Tonight we're gonna get a little crazy like Seal Kick your butts and guts just like the fourth meal We must discuss the book, record, movie deal You lost your lunch cause every buck we steal I heard your track on the radio, making your home You keep writing your bullshit while I'm taking your throne My sword is my tongue and you're jading my chrome I hear you go on my breath, fading in moans I know you feel like you might want to snap Trash and smash all the radio crap Go ahead, cause we condone the act Cause the Phantom Paradox is on the attack Give me one for the music and two for the show Throw a one up in the air and let everybody know That we're family, family. Tonight we're gonna burn this fucker down It's one for the music